Hey, Bob and Joyce listeners, Bob Stapleton here. Today, we get curious about curiosity. Curiosity is seen as one of the most important skills in the 21st century for leaders. We delve into why that's happening. We explore what are the benefits of curiosity and why most of today's problem really demand it. So this is a timely topic, and we're hoping that you get curious about curiosity. Hey, Bob. Hey, Joyce. So I'm kind of thinking about our last episode in which I laughingly kind of said um, (laughs) that there's a dearth of curious CEOs and that curiosity has become a big um, valuable attribute in leadership. And I'm, when we talk about some of the bold work we've done, yep. as I said that, I kind of said, oh my gosh, I worked with all curious CEOs. In fact, they were both wonderful and irritating. <laughs> <laughs> because so, and I don't know uh, really how you can lead without that. Curious about the f- you know, future fears. What if we did this? What if we did that? Gee, I wonder if. And um, how that, why do you think we worked primarily with very curious CEOs? What was that about? And how do we explain that to people if you wanted to train people for it? (laughs) That's a great question. I hope you have an answer for us. Uh, well, my short answer answer is scrounge. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, or ideas. I, I think we had scroungers for new ideas. Yes. Well, yeah. and I think that we um, we were gifted or had uh, the fortune to have worked with CEOs that had their egos in check. Uh, and even when they didn't. And there were times that all of us didn't. They were still curious. Being, um, you know, in some book I've written, I talk about a healthy ego. You don't want a low esteem ego and you don't want a puffed up ego. You want an ego that has enough sense of self to explore. Yeah. To say, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to die if this doesn't work out. And some explored in a very prudent way. Others did kind of wild things in the moment. And I'm talking all across uh, the U.S. and Europe. There were different uh, forms of uh, strong curiosity. Well, you know, so I'm going to, you know, you kind of shot down my ego. uh, I did. uh, So I'm going to throw another trial bloom up. Which Um, means you have a very healthy ego. Oh. (laughs) No, so I, I think we were once again fortunate to work with some really smart CEOs yeah, and CEOs from all different kinds of backgrounds and orientations and education. Um, And, and so if I think about being really smart, I also, I, I see curiosity like one of those, uh, you know, miracle uh, nutrients that have incredible benefit. Yes. Um, And curiosity you know, if I think about just a handful of, of benefits, uh, boy, an opportunity to learn something you don't know, uh, an opportunity to invite others to share their genius 
and feeling valued. Um, the, the benefit of uh, when you damn don't have the answer, we just talked about, uh, you know, the unknown. Uh, curiosity literally won't be the solution, but it's a path forward for sure. Um, I think that was a great summary. And <laughs> now, no, but, but you know, but unfortunately, and while you say we were fortunate, I, I look at my own career. Um, and what I found was I had huge curiosity in the first few years coming into the organization and learning the ropes and exploring and, and finding my way. And then it, it, it kind of became dull. Curiosity or learning? Uh, I'm going to talk about curiosity okay. because I think I, I uh, personally, I shifted from, uh, okay, I got this now. Uh, I have to have the answers. I have to prove my worth. So uh, it was more of a, you know, we talked about command and control. Um, I think I lost a little bit of my curiosity and quite honestly recaptured it when I moved over into HR. So it's, it's it, where to go with that. It's, it's, you know, if curiosity is such a powerful, uh, magical nutrient of goodwill and productivity, how do you consciously stay curious? Well, yes. And, and I, I once wrote, I'll have to dig it up about um, a combination of being burned out and bored. Yeah. But you're in the pinnacle of your career, you're in the job that's the pinnacle of your career, and you are burned out and bored. And I saw that um, frequently and also sort of helped boost oh, people out of that. Um, well, we're just raggedy. What can we say? I, I have something that you said right before we uh, hit the button, <laughs> which was you've, you're enjoying learning from your kids, your adult kids. Yeah. And my dad used to say that, too, because you, so how do you bring new ideas to the table? And that immediately made me, as if I were CEO, want to bring a batch of younger associates into a room with me and say, hey, here's the dilemma, solve it. I do think curiosity needs a magnet that's pulling it. Yes. And it can be... Uh, a huge, big, fat, horrible dilemma and that you need to get curious about and broaden your thought about. That's the other thing about curiosity. It takes, uh, you need some broadness of what you're putting in your basket. You need to search um, broadly, but we get stale and we were stale as companies. That's what's good about the pandemic, which I can't even say that sentence. Yeah. Our institutions are stale. They really are. Uh, um, I mean, they I think need, they need disruption and reinventing. I mean, I look yeah. at our. Uh, I don't want to to go into politics, but if I look at our democracy and and uh, boy, there's some creativity and uh, curiosity that needs to occur there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think uh, I've told you, and if anybody, any listeners are interested, I'll dig it up but that every um, 500 years, at least since the birth, since what's the common era, is it called the common era? Anyhow, most institutions went bluey. 
and had to be reinvented. And uh, the book, I, the study I was reading talked about the need for a garage thing to really get rid of the junk, burnish and decide on what you want to keep and then go create and make the creation bigger than either of the other two, the getting rid of and the burnishing. And you know, I think there's something um, that can be learned uh, in, in well-run professional sports operations where if, if the team has gone two, three, four years oh. of mediocre performance, mm-hmm. new owner comes in, what do they do? They open the windows and they clean house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, coach goes, GM goes, players that were untouchable get traded. Um, you know, and I'm not saying that we should do this draconian clean house, but I think recognizing that you're stale mm-hmm. uh, and, and you know, literally kind of almost uh, in the state of like, you know, where do I go? What do I do? I, I think there's a lesson to be learned. I do too. I paused um, once again because of a personal story. I, as I've mentioned, my husband had a stroke and he's yeah. a brilliant, creative man and has lost some uh, short-term memory. Yeah. He's still wildly creative and interested in everything. Frustrated, frustrated but says, I can't tell, you know, I'm alive. I have new ideas. This experience has bumped me into things that I want to see happen. I want to run a group on eldering and how to go into inner wisdom and how do um, we support our elders whose brains are still carrying a ton of information that we look at them and say, oh, you're old. I'm not going to ask. So I think about that in terms of business. I do think we have old businesses that don't have young minds. Well, it's funny. I, I, I thought uh, where you were going is don't have wisdom. Yeah. I mean, if I think about uh, the conversation of how we can learn from our children and we can learn from those that are younger and I'm hearing you say, well, boy, there's something at the other end of the life continuum that can be learned. Um, I, I think staying present as a leader to that possibility, because what I find is I usually get curious uh, based on the situation that surrounds me. So if I, I if I have a good point, so change what surrounds you. Well, yeah, I mean, I think the best it's it's interesting. And I've talked to you about this before. Um, you know, I took over a failing division uh, that ultimately the company decided we're going to run it to the ground and take yeah. the profit and not invest. And I went and had no idea as the head of that division about how to turn it around. And my curiosity went in overdrive. And it was probably the most productive, the best leadership that I've ever demonstrated. But it was all based on being absolutely clueless about the yeah. path forward. No, I'm serious. I, I absolutely, and I think a lot of leaders, good leaders, are hungry for that. They don't mind. Send me in. Yeah, I yeah. want to go into that big mess and poke around and, and see what to do. What's but bad is when you have people go in with an answer. 
before they poked around. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think about our conversation last time about the unknown and, and emerging from the pandemic and what's the future look like. Um, I think curiosity uh, is, the, you know, really the, the key um, part, part uh, the key ingredient to, to ultimately navigating your way forward. What are you curious about right now? Um, yeah, so once again, I look at it from the inside out. Um, I mean, I, what, what's giving us a little buzz as far as curiosity? Uh, in my reading, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I'll give you a great example with uh, George Floyd's murder uh, a year and a half ago. I just immersed myself uh, in uh, our history, mm-hmm. uh, particularly along race and inequality. And yeah. um, so my curiosity has taken me down this path to really understand how we got to where we are. Okay, another good result of a horrible pre- precipitating event. Yeah, yeah. And, and my eyes have been open. I mean, it's amazing how uh, I thought I was enlightened. I thought I was not uh, uh, prejudiced, uh, you know, and, and it, it, it literally opened my eyes to how much I didn't know. Yeah. And, and if only we could do that about everything. <laughs> I'm curious about the uh, transgender movement. I'm just curious mm. about what it, what it feels like to say, I'm just bi. I have no commitment to being male or female. Yeah. Um, and I want that stated. I want people to know that about me. What, what, what precipitated that? It must have been the pain of feeling you have to choose when you don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, I don't have any answer. I'm just curious. Well, you know, the, the, the old expression, <clears throat> I've, I've got a niche that needs to be scratched. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that that kind of comes into my thinking here. Um, I, I think, I think the natural tendency when we bump up against something, and I'm not saying that you did this, but when you bump up against something that kind of goes against your beliefs, mm-hmm. our tendency is to kind of dig in and, and build our case while I'm right. You know, so it's not being attracted to uh, uh, either an idea or a way of thinking that's totally contrary. Um, you know, uh, it's like literally getting curious and yeah. leaning into it and leaning into it and leaning into it. Yeah. That's just not, that's, I don't think that's the natural tendency. Well, I think something that triggered it was a company that was trying to decide how, what to put on their stationery or how people wanted to sign in or sign out um, in terms of diversity and inclusion. The company decided to, hey, let's allow anything and everything that makes somebody feel comfortable in who they are and ready to dig into work. I, I, and I'm curious or I'm driven by wanting to put my thoughts in place about the changing religious landscape and what that means to um, the institutions or the companies of religion, churches. Something is happening 
that is that this that is disintegrating and we're looking for i think a new form uh to bring people together to be more transcendent what to do with that itch yeah we have the institutions that serve it at all and i don't think the itch is going to die no well i i not to uh uh, take you to a different place, but I, I think about your uh, I Pray Anyway mm-hmm. series of books is yeah. right in that vein. Yeah. Like something's happening here. Yeah. So lean into it, get curious, get yeah, curious about that's it. What happened to me. I didn't want to get curious about this. I just did. I wrote three books. You did. I'm a business book in draft. I'm crazy. But my curiosity did pull me. Thank you for that. Well, it's it's interesting, and I'm, uh, I'm once again I I told you about my curiosity and leaning into uh, American history around a race. Um, a great example of uh, leaning into uh, a difference as opposed to kind of retrenching into your own ideas. Uh, there's a huge development, thousands of homes um, uh, nearby that's called St. James Plantation. And this is an area south of Wilmington, North Carolina, that literally had a rich history in slaves, particularly in terms of turpentine and resin and getting things from the pine trees. Well, rightly so. The question came up, should we drop the word plantation? Mm. Which is interesting because we have plantations instead of counties in upper Maine. Yeah. 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 Same. Neutral. So, so what ended up happening was, you know, the curiosity just went right out the window. I mean, someone's curious, should we think about perhaps dropping the name? I mean, we're literally on land uh, that has a history of, of real torture and murder and, uh, you know, uh, uh, basically the worst instincts of, of mankind. And there was no curiosity to kind of lean into it, the topic, but there was just this absolute, we're not going to change it. This is not, you know, we're not going to play this game. I don't know. I don't know if it's a good example, but there's there is a, an absence of any curiosity. Well, there's a tightness yeah. instead of an expansion. And yes. I'm thinking about quantum physics, which I, I'm very curious about and have no understanding of. But I do remember one nugget. I actually took a course <laughs> right before something really transforms into a new shape. It reverts back to its previous shape, but it's more, it's starting to evaporate. Yes. So that the beetle, the shell isn't so strong. And I think I'm curious about, I think that's happening with the polarization in politics in the United States. I'm very curious about that. Is this pulling back to the former form of what the United States is? a precursor to that big leap into something new. You look puzzled. Well, no, I went to a place of, boy, I, I, I would so hope so, but I'm not terribly optimistic. That was, that was my look. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I'd love to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, so. For survival anyway. <laughs> hey, people, we're living up to our principles, okay? <laughs> Informal sharing our experience, laughing a lot, and hoping to pull out a few nuggets that um, support your work and also refresh you 
because the work you do it needs all the pleasure and refreshment that can be offered to you. Yeah, the, the, two, um, the two things that I'm leaving here uh, and curious about is how do you turn on um, being curious? And I, I almost see two paths. One is, where's your energy? What are you curious about? We gave some examples of that. Um, and then what does that mean in terms of whether I write or whether I read or whether I go out and have conversations, invite people with different voices? So there's like where my energy is leading me to be curious. And given what's happening in the world, what possibly should I be curious about that isn't in front of me right now? And usually, if you're not doing the first, you need a whack on the side of the head. Well, there's a lot of us that aren't. Right. So, curiosity, folks. (laughs) Again, we leave you with as many questions as we have answers. (laughs) But if you want some answers, we'll give them to you. Write to us, call us. We'll we'll answer them. (laughs) We have an answer. All right. Well, Joyce, uh, you know, I'm glad we're back after uh, uh, being on vacation. And uh, uh, I look forward to uh, uh, future conversations. Hopefully our listeners do as well. Are you curious about that? Oh, I'm very curious about (laughs) that. (laughs) Take care, Joyce. Say goodbye. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Bob and Joyce podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and picked up an idea or two to go forward and do great work. For more information, please visit us at bobandjoyce.com. If you like today's podcast, please click subscribe. And even better, give us a quick review on Apple Podcasts. It supports us and helps others to find the show. If you'd like more ODHR content, please follow us on Facebook by searching for Bob and Joyce podcast. Until the next time, be well and be safe.